Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayway.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. All right, Janelle Matthews, she says in sunny San Diego, which is so funny that she says this on her her thing because I just got back from California, 30 minutes from San Diego, I was in Laguna Beach and it was anything but sunny. (laughs) Crazy because the whole time I was there, it was cloudy and everyone said, it's always sunny here. I don't know why it's cloudy, but um, I think that's funny that she put in sunny San Diego with a smiley face. (laughs) I'm new to your podcast and I'm loving it so far. Fasting has been my lifesaver since it's free and so easy not to have to think about what to eat, I'm just, which is what I love too. I'm just curious, what does your week look like for your food choices? Also, do you drink bone broth while you fast? P.S. I'm going to start working on my spiritual fasting as well. Thanks for your advice and info on biblical past your biblical fasting in your last podcast. Okay, Heather, what yeah. would you say about bone broth? Okay, so a typical week for me. So Monday through Friday, again, I, I like to only eat in that two-hour window. I don't only like to eat dinner. So my dinners will consist of um, one of the things when I decided to intermittent fast was I decided to stop eating fast food because it was just chemical city. And I think that it gives you stuff that just makes you want to eat it more. So um, I will do like one night I will maybe have, um, I love that. Um, what's the name of the bread that we love? Ezekiel bread? No, the seed bread. Good, oh, seed, good bread. seed bread. Yeah. Good so I love, love, love the good seed bread. So I will toast a slice of that. And it also has a lot of good protein in it. And I'll make homemade um, like chicken salad. I'll eat that on just a slice of toast and that will fill me up. And I love, so my treat for myself is I love these little ice cream cones. They're like this big, they're teeny tiny and they're like 140 calories, but it's the perfect amount. It's literally almost follows the three bite rule. It's just small enough that it gives you what you're looking for. So I'll have that. And then I have that little snack before my two hour window ends. Um, some nights I will eat, um, like I'll have like a couple meatballs with like a little side of noodles. I'll have some, like I may have like a hamburger if I make it for my kids or, um, again, I'll leave another slice of toast with chicken salad. Like I just kind of eat the same things over and over again. And then on Friday nights I eat out with my family. So I eat whatever I'm craving, but I typically only eat, I can only eat about half of it. So if I'm at a restaurant, I can only eat about 
half of what they bring out and then I immediately stop and get a box and put the rest of it away. So I don't eat it. Um, because mm -hmm. if it sits there in conversation, you just kind of play with your food. That's a big one. That, that's really an important tip that I suggest is, um, cause otherwise if it's just in front of you, you just start yeah. eating it. Even touch it. Done. Yeah, exactly. Um, so get rid of it. Like even if and if it's so at the beginnings, you may have to say as soon as they bring out your food, you say, "Can I have a box also?" And you box it up immediately before you even start eating. Like you train yourself to do that. And then on the weekends, I may have like a small. I'm not like I eat whatever I'm craving. I mean, I truly, truly use that principle. If I want a taco, I'm going to have a taco. Um, and I'm going to have just one taco and that's it because that's all that I need. I really try to eat whatever my body wants. I eat that. I don't deprive myself of it. And that has been a game changer because every other diet I have tried deprive me of something, bread, sugar, whatever. And I just fell off the bandwagon two weeks later and this, I can eat what I want. I just eat a really small portion of it and I try to still make really good choices, but I eat what I want. Awesome. And she says, also, do you drink bone broth while you fast? I don't. Yeah. I think that, you know, again, I call that a crutch. Like that, if you need bone broth to make it to the next level, and I only use bone broth when I'm doing long, yeah. long fast. And um, I will tell you, the prolonged fasts are just the most magical things that you can do. And you know, in my next book called Fasting to Freedom, if you go now, go to fastingtofreedom.com and enter your email address, I'll give you a glimpse of the book. But the power in those prolonged fasts are just amazing. And that's when I start using them. But if you're yeah. for less than 24 hours, yeah, you don't need it. You really shouldn't need that bone broth. And at some point, you'll get yourself to the point that you won't need it. So I, again, would say no to that. Okay, um, this is Ayana. It says, I'm currently doing 16-8 method of fasting. I eat within a seven-hour period each day. Should I do this daily or just a few days a week? So, uh, Heather, what would you say to her? She's doing that. She's, yeah. she's, so she's okay, apparently, she's right now on an, well, she says, I'm currently doing the 16-8 method of fasting. I eat within a seven hour period. If she's doing 16, eight, that means that she's actually doing an eight hour period. Yeah, I would really. And so some people do that and they do that for a day and then they don't eat for a day and then they do that for a day. I'm going to tell you the best I absolutely feel. I feel my 100 and 100% best when I only eat one meal a day. And I think that's because I save till I'm really, truly hungry and then I eat what I want and I don't overeat and I don't feel tired because I've eaten too much throughout the day. Um, so I would challenge her. I know people that are listening, like I know what I was like when I first started. I was like, you people are crazy if you think you can only eat one meal a day. It, you work yourself up to it and I, I really think that is the key is eating within a two hour window as much as you possibly can or a four hour window. Um, that's when I personally feel my best. And I, I think people should really give it a shot. I think eating eight hours a day is just but again. And, and like we said, like if you're listening to this for the first time, like the key is you want to start at eight hours, then go to seven, then go to six, then go to five, then just yeah. keep bringing that window down to the point that you can figure out what works for you. Yeah. 
And you can do. I um, this next question is from Sandu S A N D U. It's so funny. We're getting all these people from now outside of the country. Um, just so you know, if you order my book, um, if you go to ChantelRayWay.com and order my book, we had some people from outside the country, like Ireland, and it cost us more money to because we do free shipping on our site. It cost us more money to ship the book to Ireland than it costs than they actually paid for the book. <laughs> um, so we had to, we were like ordering it from like Amazon and stuff like that because it actually ends up when we buy the book instead of us mailing it out, we're ordering it for the people on Amazon. Yeah. It's so funny. Anyway, I got sidetracked. This one is from Sandu. She says, I've seen you mention a few times that you add one heaping tablespoon of coconut oil to your coffee, but isn't that breaking your fast? It's so funny because people say things that I've said in previous um, episodes and I'm like, did I say that? <laughs> I'm like going back and thinking. Um, so for me, I would say, just so you know, I did an experiment and I did it several times. I love like get, getting a blood glucose monitor and testing your blood sugar. These are, this is so funny. We went out on a lunch. We went out on a lunch. It was like me and like 14 of my girlfriends celebrating someone's birthday. And I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to all take our blood sugar before we eat. Then going to take it right after we eat and then we're going to do it 30 minutes later and all my friends are like oh my god this is awesome and I was like this is why I'm friends with all you people because you guys think this is <laughs> we're like pricking ourselves before we eat, pricking ourselves out like someone's birthday yeah at a birthday lunch and they all thought it was like super fun and I was like this is why we're all friends <laughs> But anyway, so I did do this experiment, but it was, we tested our blood sugar before drinking the coffee. Then we actually, try it on yourself. Drink, put the coffee with coconut oil, and then we realized that the, the coconut oil, after you drink it, it actually brought the, the blood sugar down by 10 points um, by, by after drinking the coffee from drinking that coconut sugar, uh, oil. So to me, it doesn't have any, with, even though the, it doesn't affect your blood sugar, it still has a ton of calories. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, to me, if I'm trying to burn fat and my whole goal is like burning fat, I'm not trying to add a whole bunch of, of oil into my coffee, but if I'm trying to maintain my weight, I'm not in a, I'm not in a weight loss mode. I'm just trying to maintain my weight. If I want to have a teaspoon of coconut oil to my coffee, I say that's fine. Um, but if I'm in a, I'm trying to burn fat and I'm trying to get rid of fat, why would I then put that fat into my, during that time? I mean, trust me, I eat a lot of fat in my diet because I think it's, it's okay. But I'm saying, I don't, I think that putting that coconut oil in your coffee, it does break the fast in a sense. And so I wouldn't recommend doing it, but um, if I'm trying to maintain my weight, it, I totally think it's fine. What's your thoughts on that, Heather? 
Yeah, I agree. I don't like coconut, so I wouldn't be putting that in there. But um, that's an easy one for me. But yeah, I mean, I think that I agree. It is a lot of fat. It's not necessarily sugar, but it is extra calories that you're intaking. So you have to decide, is it worth it? Like, is it worth having it or not? Or can you just bite the bullet and just drink the black coffee? Hey guys, I'm so excited that my new book, Waste Away, The Chantel Rayway, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and pretty much anywhere you can find books. But we also have the audiobook, the ebook, and my new recipe book that you can download all the recipes that I love that I make, and it's super cheap. It's all my favorites. Anyway, if you have a minute to write a review on Amazon, I would be ever grateful. All right, our next question is Sherry in Raleigh. She says, just like Chantel, I struggle with a lot of inflammation and joint issues. I was doing some research on the internet and discovered serapeptase. I looked into it and saw mixed reviews, some positive and some negative. Have you looked into this and what do you think about it? Um, well, first of all, for those of you who don't know what serapeptase is, serapeptase is an enzyme and it's used to treat pain and inflammation. And so some people claim that it helps them tons with inflammation and arthritis and general pain management. Um, I haven't used it at all. Um, I know that some people think it's amazing and I've heard, I've had people email us about it. And so I think you should try it. I haven't used it yet. Um, and actually that is not true. I think I have used it, but honestly, I take so many, this is like a picture of all the different um, things I take. So it's kind of like, I don't know if, I think I have tried it, but it's like, I didn't, like notice some like amazing effect. I was like, oh my God, I just took, you know, serapeptase and now all my inflammation is gone, you know? So I probably need to try it on its own and see how that works. Any thoughts on that? No, I would just say, yeah, everything's, people are going to react differently to everything. So you have to find what works for you and you can try it. It may be fantastic. You can try it. It may be not worth it. All right, I've got three questions that I'm going to lump them all in together because they're all very similar. One's from Sonia. She says, I've lost 20 pounds using intermittent fasting and following your book, and I'm so thankful. Unfortunately, right now, I'm in a real stalemate for a couple of weeks and currently in a seven-hour eating window and thinking about going down to six hours. Do you recommend that I try to lower my carbs? My stall has been about one and a half weeks, but I'm getting very impatient. Frank in New York, he says, currently I'm in, I'm in a six to seven hour window with Sundays being an eight hour window, but I'm only losing one to one and a half pounds per week and I want to lose at a faster rate. What do you recommend? And Emily in Austin, I've noticed that my weight loss has been very stuck lately. I've been eating in a four hour window. I'm not perfectly clean, but I'm, if I'm eating in a four hour window, I don't think I should be stuck. Um, I was expecting to lose three to four pounds since I had in a week, since I had such a small window, what should I do to adjust? Heather? Well, the first two people definitely have to shorten their windows that you're not going to lose that much weight in a six to seven hour window. Um, even the four hour window, I don't think you can expect to lose three to four pounds a week. Um, in my two hour windows, I can see a two to four pound a week. Um, depending on how active I've been. So first and foremost, 
if they really, really, truly want to have a, a much quicker weight loss, which again is the one and a half to two, like that is a good amount. Like Chantel said, like very good. Celebrate that and be with that because I have seen the people who I will say this. I have actually seen people with our coaching program who tried to go too much and then they're the ones that are taking huge steps forward, but then they're taking, you know, they're losing four and then gaining three and then losing three and gaining two. And then they, and just, just be happy with that one to one and a half pound. Be excited about that and go, great. We're going to get there. We just don't need to go crazy. I agree. One and a half pounds a week. You should be super happy that but everyone's always I mean we're I'm not even reading all the questions that we're getting about there are people expecting to lose three to four pounds I really want to lose three to four pounds a week blah 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 and um you know if you want to lose those three to four pounds then you've really got to bring bring those windows down but I agree the 24 hour fast when you do more of those 24 hour fasts they really make a huge difference they do, and they're not that hard. You just have to think. It's like lunch to lunch or dinner to dinner. And do it. just try it one time, and I'll tell you, people that do it, once they do it once, they're like, well, that wasn't that bad, and I can maybe do that once a week. And it really is a game changer. I think so, too. Yeah. I agree. And I think that, you know, the people who start um, obsessing over counting those carbs or calories on the plan, they are defeating the purpose of doing it. But I would say, I do still think that, you know, my 80-20 rule of, you know, eating the 80% clean and I do try, for me, the cleaner I try to eat, the more I end up eating, honest to God. Every time I start getting too obsessive over my carbs, I end up eating larger portions and end up defeating myself on the weight loss, so. Yeah, I agree. Oh my gosh, we still have two more questions. This is unbelievable. We had a lot of questions this time. All right, Angela in Missouri. She says, I loved your episode with Jen when you went to Whole Foods. I thought about the info about the organic makeup was interesting, but I don't have Whole Foods near me and I'm more of an Amazon girl. Do you think organic makeup really makes that big of a difference? And if you know of any brands I can find on Amazon, let me know. Well, I'll answer this in the sense that I am trans, I haven't gone full organic on my makeup, but that is something I am moving towards. And when you're looking for healthy makeup, you want to make sure that it doesn't have these crazy chemicals like parabens, sulfate, BHA, coal tars, aluminum, um, you know, polyethylene. I mean, there's, if you look on these chemicals, I'm going to put a little, a list together and put all the different chemicals that you really shouldn't be using. And, um, I'm going to put onto my things I love. I'm going to put some different, um, recommendation on some different makeup. What about you, Heather? Are you using organic or you haven't quite gone there yet? Some, somewhat. Um, I'm definitely more cognizant of the, it's more about the ingredients, like trying to see, you will be shocked when you actually read ingredients of things you're eating. I mean, they're full, full, full of chemicals. Your skin is your largest organ. So why would you be putting all these chemicals? And I said, I'm not there yet, but I am moving towards 
moving to more organic lines. I need to see what they have at Nord. I love Nordstrom's makeup counter and going there and trying everything out. So I need to, we need to go to Nordstrom's yeah. if they have an organic line that, that we the, to. Yeah, the good news for her is that Amazon bought Whole Foods. So you should be able to see some of those products maybe on the Amazon line, even though you don't have one near you. Well, we are out of time. We have more questions. I will get to them next time. So we'll put these two on for next time. Heather, first of all, congratulations. Us, and I'm so excited for you. And you're just our poster child. For, um, <laughs> Thank you. But um, if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at ChantelRayWay.com. And don't forget to tell us where you're from. And don't get discouraged if we didn't answer them. We just run out of time. Can't get to all of the questions. But we love, love, love to hear from you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at ChantelRayway.com. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayway.com slash coaching. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.